Welcome to meeting four of Policy, Process and Revenue Committee. I'll start with item one, which are apologies for absence, please, Zoe. Yes, Councillor Griffiths, unwell. Okay, thank you. And do we have any declarations of interest from members? Greengate, no. None. Yeah, None. Greengate, then. Item three, uh, request for the public to speak. Uh, are there any interested members of the public wishing to speak this evening? Just you, Mr. Parkin. Looks like it, Mr. McEwen, doesn't it? If you'd like to come further down the table near the microphone, that would be great. which is this issue of uh, invoice fraud. It's clear that the council's processes and procedures are not up to detecting that. Uh, that also exposes the um, vulnerabilities in terms of IT and therefore potentially the IT contract is uh, something that needs to be considered at its next renewal. Um, item 7, well I suppose at this point unless there is any evidence that the contractor is implicated in this in any way, those invoices will just have to be paid. I can't see how you, let's say, take police advice on, on the investigation. Uh, the reality is I think that you're probably going to take that as a loss and uh, I can't really see the insurance company paying out either. But it yet again exposes the issue of procedural failure that has been um, with the council for some time. I think there needs to be a thorough review of all of the procedures. Uh, one of them that needs to be thoroughly reviewed, given the fact that over the last 12 years or so, there's regular items coming up of financial nature, is that the chairs and the um, chair of the councils, so the chair of the committees and chair of the councils, need to perhaps have 12 monthly uh, testations that, that they are familiar with the uh, contents of, of those regulations. Um, it also calls into question the uh, usefulness of child training in relation to financial matters. Uh, what I cannot understand is how uh, a chair of a committee is going into a meeting without understanding what they've already committed in relation to the budget and why they're not advised that once they've breached that pre-approved spend that they need to go to full council in that meeting. So, as an example, if you've committed to spend 125,000, how do you 130? If you want to spend another 10, that should be noted that uh, there is a breach of that authorised level and therefore you carry on with the full council approval. Um, I suppose, given the issues in 2020 of breach of financial rights, the only Saving grace is the fact that at least it's out on the table in public. It hasn't been scrubbled, hidden, argued, bullied. Um, I would like to think that this is going to be the end of it. And um, equally, you know, there is this question of, of the spend on running the council. The PPNR committee, the budget, it's getting to the point where well over 50% of the budget has been used to run the council. 
notwithstanding you've just lost 4% of it in, in this fraud. So at some point, somebody needs to rein the spending in, in terms of internal expenditure and commit more of it to the community. At that point in time, I suppose, thank you. And a happy Christmas to you all. Thank you, Mr. Parkin. You're Parkin. not in the public, you can't speak just now. Anybody else? Thank you, uh, Mr. Parkin. Um, comments are noted. Um, I'm sure as you, as we discuss, discuss items six, seven, and eight, um, a little bit more will become clear. Um, if you require a response to anything, I'm sure the local town clerk and myself will get back to you. Oh, can I just have one other thing? Is is uh, the one thing I didn't uh, cover was the uh, part B item. If what it takes to get the processes sorted out once is not only a, a month but possibly a three month extension to that contract to get the clear way forward done, then I would support that. But there has to be a clear uh, piece of work that's, that's uh, measured at the end of it and delivered. Thank you. Thanks. Um, okay. Item 4, to accept and sign the minutes as a true record of the previous meeting held on the 11th of October. <coughs> yeah. um, if we can take those, um, page 1, any problems? Page 2, nope. everybody happy with those? Sign the month eight accounts which are attached. Um, do we want to go through these as A, B, and C, or are we doing them on, on block? Um, we can do them as A, B, and C. Yeah, so part A to accept and sign the month eight accounts. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Uh, B to receive and sign the total monthly backs, direct debits, and manual check payments put before before the committee. that after all considerations we are presented with the cash balances as of 30th of November. Yeah. Yeah. Okay then. Item six, notification of do you want to just initial or do you want to do it at the end? I'll do it at the end. Okay. Uh, item six, notification of invoice fraud. So um, following the part B item at full full time. Following the part B item of full council, um, a report has been issued on the website. Um, and just to note the report for now. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, item seven: payment of invoices. To agree the payment of invoices left unpaid to the supplier due to item six. I think. It's only right that we, we need to get it out of the way and get it paid. Yeah. They shouldn't be out of pocket. No. Um, 
Seems to be have a, a mover and a seconder. And a pose, please. Second, second. Thank you. Uh, and then item eight, um, part A, to note the report provided by the internal auditor. Um, and then part B, to accept the recommendations listed. Um, if, Zoe, if you could take us through those, if possible, please. Um, and then we'll agree the actions, if that's okay. Um, yes, just wanted to note, uh, Mr Chairman, that we have already sent some comments back mm -hmm. to the auditors and that this is the second version because the town clerk has had sight of it and made some comments about contracts. Yeah. This is for the contracts finder bit they put in. Yes, yeah. yeah. So it is an updated version. Do you want me to read it out? Or? Yeah, please. Okay. So um, the recommendation for issue number one, which was the victim of supplier fraud in 2223, yeah. changes to the supplier bank details must be followed up with a phone call using current contact information rather than those on an email or invoice purported to be from the supplier with the new bank account details. The council must ensure the IT provider is asked to review the clerk's laptop and ensure it is rendered free of malware or viruses to try and identify how the council email account was hacked and to ensure cyber security controls are sufficient to prevent this form of hack occur reoccurring. The council must also follow up with the bank to ascertain whether the account can be recovered, sorry, the amount can be recovered and how the payment was made considering supplier verification procedures in place. The risk assessment must also cover the risk of supplier fraud as previously recommended. And then um, issue two, the fraudulent payment referred to uh, is excuse issue... Me. Sorry. For a moment, yes. sorry. Uh, are, are we able at this stage to make comments or questions? On that, on that section. No, that, that's what that's what we're here to do. I think, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Or do you want um, to wait till Zoe's finished the whole thing? Well, you probably better do it as you go along. The item is to accept the recommendations, so I, I would do them each. Yeah, individually. So, yeah. Okay. The recommendations, I don't have a problem with. That's fine. Uh, but it refers further down in the original statement on the left-hand side as council has not received any response from the bank. Which bank hasn't responded and when will they? That's the, my answer, mm -hmm. that's the cooperative bank whom we hold the, the council's account with. So they've said they'll get back to us within 15 to 35 days. So we still haven't reached the 35 days. So, so when does that run out? I would think that would be working days as well, so, you know, they, yes, with, with the be. Christmas break. So I was told 15 days when I had a phone call with them on the 23rd of November, and then I had a secondary phone call with them last week, and they said it's 15 to 35 days. So we're still... That's incredible. Yeah, it's like six weeks. Seven weeks. End of January, then, isn't it, really? That's not acceptable, I said. With, with, with all the bank holidays over Christmas and New Year, I think we're going to be... Wait a while. Well, I think they frankly need some kind of hurry up or, I mean, I think. And this, this may be going forward where we need to look at our, who we bank with as well. I think as a, as a process going forward, we may need to look at, at that as well. Uh, any more comments on item one? 
just probably one from me, Ryan, mm -hmm. um, and that is to say, you know, with the auditor's report, um, the town clerk now has returned to work, although it's on phased response. Um, part of that phased response will be to review um, all of our policies and procedures, particularly in relation to financial affairs, um, and then we will be bringing a report, full report back to either PPNR or to full council to understand exactly what action we have taken internally. Okay. recommendation um, so we the fraudulent payment referred to in issue one has been posted in the ledger uh, and includes VAT um, we can only claim VAT on genuine supplier invoices therefore the council must now ensure that when payment is made to the actual supplier that the VAT is not reclaimed again We'll yeah, double check that. Yeah. I'm aware of that. I don't see any issue with that one. Um, number three was um, the council incurred significant expenditure in 22-23 in development of Ship Street Play Area and Memorial Path, and they've noted the following. The council must comply with the procurement requirements of financial regs and the public contract regulations 2015. Um, so it says we've not seen evidence that either contract was listed on the contract finder website as required by public contract regulations 2015. Has that one not been updated, Ryan? Is it so I've not got it. The one I got today, unless there's an email since I last looked, hasn't has still got that in there. But I'm just, so I thought it was crazy. It was we did. on Friday, the, oh, yeah. the newer one. I've got, I've, I've got the one that's on the website about an hour ago. That's the new one, yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah. were they on contract finder? Yes. They were, so that was just an error on their part. Okay. Oh, okay. I just so think it was on the The one on the website is the wrong document then? It's probably the correct document but not been updated. Right. Okay. Mm. So we have used contract finders, so there's no issue. <coughs> Both of those, yeah, yeah, no issue. Does the order need to verify? Verify that, or she will need to verify that so we can time. provide some evidence yeah, for okay. that. Fine. Uh, Amenities Committee accepted the recommendations of the project manager, awarded a contract with 140k to Horticon. The total budget is 150k. The total cost of the project manager and the Horticon contract is 162. Uh, £4,240 of the total expenditure was incurred in 21 22, which leaves expenditure of 157903 which is £7,903 in excess of the budget. Therefore, the amount approved is beyond the delegated powers for the Amenities Committee, which can only approve up to the level of the allocated budget. Okay. The full council, sorry, Bill, uh, the full council minutes from July record the signing of the contract. There's no mention of the increased cost of works and how this will be financed. Okay. Um... I'm a, I'm a little bit worried about how we deal with three quotes. We get three quotes. Someone comes in with, let's call it a lower quote. I'm not talking about quality here, but a lower quote. And then we accept that lower quote, assuming the quality is good, theoretically. But he overruns. Now, he's given us a quotation. I'm not talking about penalty clauses here, 
but it needs control. And if we've got a, a person who's controlling that project, if I can call it that, or do we not have a controller? Are we making progress at the right time? Are we, are we spending the money the way it's supposed to be spent? Are they underestimated? What are they going to do about the payment? For example, if we didn't have enough money in the budget for that, what are we going to do about it? What do we do about it? So on those two, we, when we went out to tender, we asked for a project manager as well. So we had a project manager appointed um, for both Memorial uh, Field footpath and a uh, project manager appointed for the Green Gates development. So they're supposed to manage the process once a month. We get the update reports through from that project manager. So the, the budget for the construction stroke development never alters. So that shouldn't change at all. Um, because that's the quote that we've we've received. I think on this occurrence, we paid some additional sums for an additional site visit because of the overrun. So it should be being monitored by a the project managers that we've appointed, and also um, our own internal services service the town clerk. Well, I think we should have early warning if the contractor has a problem, which means he's starting to overspend and not meet the timing. What controls do we have? So the contractor can't overspend. So we've got a set budget and that's what they've quoted for. Hmm. So they can't, if they overspend, they can't recharge any additional overspend to the council okay. because it's at their, at their cost. Fine. So if there's any occurrence whereby they've gone over in terms of length of time um, and they need to pay for their workers payments they can't approach the council for that because they've as they've quoted they've quoted for a piece of work within a particular time frame so there's no additional um, expense for ftc on the on the green gates we have an additional expense but for the project manager to attend a site visit because of the overrun Right, so the contractor has caused a cost to the council because they're overrunning. Yes. So they have caused, they have caused the problem. Yes, potentially, and I don't know if it's the things that they have determined, but yes. For example, more sensitive, I imagine, forgive me if I say this, more sensitive, is a situation with the 11th of November, the Re Remembrance Day. If that path hadn't been in some kind of usable condition, that would have been totally unacceptable. And that is a fixed date that we need to meet. But let's say the Green Gates organization for whatever day, May day or someday, the project had to be finished a month before that to make sure it was okay. And we overran by three months. That would be unacceptable. And what are we doing about controlling that? It's probably not in these no. documents or even in any council procedure. I don't imagine anywhere. But 
in what I used to do, we had rigid control. Rigid. Absolutely locked in. And it worries me, maybe it happens nationally, but it worries me greatly that we don't seem to have any control over contractors over running time or indeed causing more cost. Not the physical cost to them, but the monitoring cost to make sure they're doing it. And as Zoe said recently, she's on overload with work. Yeah. But then you've got to divert Zoe or Joe to look at it. That takes time because it's overrun. I don't know the answer to this, but it's a real concern for me, the lack of control. I think we did discuss that full council, didn't we? Our concerns about the additional cost we'd incurred as a result of things that weren't in our control, but for visits where there were monthly visits where there hadn't even been any work going on and things and we were going to look into it for the next full council yeah. I think we we agreed um, so I, I guess from this point of the audit report though we've signed the contract to agree to the overspend but what they're saying is that the amenities committee didn't have the delegated power to approve that spend is that right? Sorry. Yes, that's how it appears. Is that because we were uh, taking some of the money out of the money that Green Gates have? Um, no, that was the specific things, things. The things that we got grants for with that committee. It was like specifically that has to be for a pathway. Or that is, that, is that in addition to the 150,000 or the £162,000 spent that we've spent? Did you see what I mean? I think that's a fair point, isn't it? Because we. We said we would pay up to 150000 but whatever you used for fundraising would reduce the amount we yeah. pens for yeah. that. So you've had the equipment you paid for, you've got the grants for that, which meant that actually the money FTC has to pay for this is yeah. not actually... Should be less. Should be it? less yeah, than so that. We're not we're not actually yet over the allocated typical yes. point, Patrick. Is it's a very good point. So it's probably one we could challenge. So is it? We could send comments back. You can, yeah. you can agree with some comments, and we can send those back. I mean, it's still so a reasonable point that these raised. Is it yeah. actually having a number? But that maybe the maybe that's where the wasn't flying initially mm. because actually, the but, although this money is there, it's not going to be us spending over hundred thousand pounds. Because some of it's coming back as yeah. So potentially we haven't, or the amenities committee hasn't broken their delegated powers you because forty nine thousand back. So we've had 49 back mm -hmm. from grants, so yeah, yeah, so it's a good point. Yeah, very good. Take a breath. Oh, so it's not necessarily amenities, it's kind of, it's not gone to full council, yeah. so the fact that the clerk hasn't sort of said that that yeah, has to go to full council is... You can still say it's full council. No, I, I would say that back in June, it probably, the, the clerk in June should have referred it to full council or... Did we not, at a full council meeting, give delegated powers to amenities to manage that budget? I, I think we did. I think we did. We delegated I it up, to, that, up yeah. to 150. Yeah. So they are still within the budget because they've had 49 back. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 
we can make some comments yeah. back to the auditor, then we can go through. We can yeah. have the. <coughs> that was on Greengate. Did we have a similar situation on the on more just Memorial Path? Yes, yes, we did. Just doing that one. So again, a contract that's been awarded for Memorial Path to Horticon at a total cost of one hundred and fourteen thousand three hundred forty-one sixty by the Amenities Committee. The delegated budget includes an amount of ninety thousand. Therefore, the amount approved is beyond delegated powers. There's a little bit more in there, but I don't think we need to read all uh, Over the transfer reference, yeah, yeah. the delightful crimes and notes, the signing of the contract, but no mention of the increased cost yeah. of work to have for finance. Yeah, I don't know that one. Again, I, I would have expected that uh, whenever that was, that that was, that additional spend was, of July, um, the Clark and Financial Officer should have made the Amenities Committee aware, I suppose. Would that be would that be right? I think that's probably fair, isn't it? If we're the, 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 I think it's it's part and trick as well because of course the majority of council members are on amenities anyway as well. Um, and again I, I do believe that we delegated amenities committee to manage the project. Perhaps we should have been a little bit more specific around the budget, but we set from the project to manage it. If it's overspent, it's overspent, and we would manage that at budget setting time or at end of year. But yeah, I mean the auditor's point is reasonable. Is that I mean it's yes, actually beyond, but but equally the um, uh, I think we'll take the hit on that one, but we will comment back on the. Yeah, Greengate's yeah. one and the, the contract finder one which we've already discussed. Um, um, review of the most recent budget report identified the following ledger codes appear with the description not in use. Um, so the, the ledger must be updated to ensure the ledger codes and descriptions that relate to real budgets council has approved. Yeah, some of those were changed. Um, by the accounts people. We can yeah. have them changed back, so that's no problem. I think some of them have been moved out of PP and our committee, yeah. so then if they're changed back, they'll sit back under your under this committee. I don't understand the issue though, so what, why do they, what is the problem with having them labelled as not in use, if they're, if they're not being used, if there's no... I think they were used part way through the year. And then um. there was some, some have been doubled up, I think. I think you had two for allotments. But we can tidy that up when you do your end of year accounts anyway. Okay. Uh, was that everything on that one? Um, that was everything, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's on the agenda. So, um, to accept the recommendations, we're on item B. To accept the recommendations listed in the report, agreeing to work through the actions where necessary. So, We've agreed the first one was the contract finder, fine. Uh, the second one, we will make comments back to say that we don't believe we've exceeded the budget. The third one, we will accept the comments, um, but again, make some notes that we believe we delegated Amenities Committee to, to manage that project with the, with the correct delegation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just for your own chair, sorry. The, um, just further on down, which is the previous year's re recommendations and reports. Um, yeah. There was the Christmas um, Festival Working Group one. Um, and it says no formal terms of reference in place for the, uh, the CFWG, which is the Christmas Festival Working Group. 
Is that something that's been actioned in a previous year or is that something yeah. that's still outstanding? No, that was actioned in the previous that's year. That's been They've got that and they've got a constitution now. Yeah, okay. Good. Yeah, they, <coughs> they almost became a, a, a new group and they were chaired and yeah. all done nicely. Do a lot of good work. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, um, that's the agenda. Um, item 9, budget setting meeting, just to agree the change of meeting date. Uh, from the 9th to the 16th of January for budget setting, um, if everybody is happy with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, maybe I've missed something here. Have you moved on to number nine now? Yes. I'm sorry, I've missed it then. Okay. In, in this series of recommendations, yeah. um, we talk about three quotes on the... We've got to have three quotes. We have to request three quotes. Okay, we have to request. What happens if we only get one quote? We can continue, we can, we can authorise that one. Okay, Yeah. so that's... As long as we've requested three, we, we don't yeah. not always necessarily get three back. It also depends on the amount they've spent as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm, like I'm, I'm, I'm playing the imbecile here. I'm, I'm just trying to make it clear that we can go forward if someone or two people or no one quotes god knows what we do then but uh, we have had that haven't we where nobody came back to us and we had to didn't we have something where nobody came back can't remember can't remember either one of you uh we've had that with the project in 2021 where we couldn't obtain generators because of companies merging no, thank you. Um, so yeah, I, I think the issue is as long as we can show that we've sought three quotes, that okay. is the. Yeah. Are you up to? Are you all right with that? I'm okay. Yeah, and then item nine, yeah. sort of agreed date. Uh, to move that item 10 to consider the following so external support from dck accounting um, item a uh, 2324 budget overview there's a few corrections on this so is that well there's, there's two options mr yeah. chairman there's the option of on-site assistance which would take place in january yeah that's the 520 yeah or if it was to be done Remotely, then it's £75 per hour. But I think the on site option is now preferred. Should the committee approve that? Okay then. Um, so on site is our preferred option, is it? Um, so do we. Do we need a mover and a seconder? I that? propose that. On yeah, seconder. I can second that. All those in favour, please, so on site. Yep. That's everybody. Thank you. Um, is that everything on that? And then, yeah, let me just And then, section B, you're looking at the year end close down service. So that would be, I just mixed up the, the prices, so it would be 460 for the year end close down, and yeah. then C is the 375 for the year end Okay, so they're just the wrong way around. Yeah, they're the, same, the right figures, it's the wrong way around. Okay. So you've got some information there about, um, so it's the, the blue form, 
is the form about the close down, the year end close down. And the pink form is your end of year balance and statement information. So we just like to debate B and C and see how you how committee feels. Does anybody have any feelings on a preferred? Just to say, um, DCK came in uh, and spent two days um, working with Zoe uh -huh. and going through the Realtis, um, hence why I've got some changes to, to cost codes, yeah. and we've got the new accounts pack. Mm -hmm. I think that's gone down very well. Um, they do offer support and advice, so should you know we need them, we can then pick up the phone. I think given where we are in terms of having undergone some invoice fraud and then now reviewing our internal procedures, I feel that an external view to prepare us for external audit um, and any further exposure would be welcome. I certainly welcome that. Okay. Um, it's a question really. Are we confident that the procedures we should have, we do have? So if someone on this committee or whoever authorised can say, I'd like to see the procedure for such and such, we are confident that we would find that procedure. Do that, we know that? That's what we're currently reviewing. So that's part of the internal inquiries that we're doing okay. now. Unfortunately, we have to wait for the town clerk to return to work to be able to instigate that. So okay, that's, so that's on the yeah. yeah, that's part. part Any idea uh, I'm hoping that to be done, completed, um, probably mid-January, given the fact that the office is going to be closed from the 22nd. Certainly. Yeah. <coughs> it may take a little longer, I would think. <coughs> possibly, 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 but I'm looking to complete that as soon as we possibly can. It would um, be done for next PPNR in February, yeah. Absolutely, and that's where we'd like to take yeah. the report, which would have some potentially action taken and recommendations to um, complete further activities. Okay. So essentially a full year-end accounts pack is what we're suggesting here, isn't it? Yeah. It seems perfectly reasonable to me. I, I think for the, yeah, for the difference in costs, I would go with that as well. Everybody? Move a second of proposal. I'll propose the full end of your packs. Seconded by Bill. Yeah. All in favour? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I just check, are you going for both? Is that A and B or are you just. Both. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's vital that we cover all the bases. Yeah. Mm. Just need that external overview for peace of mind as well. Uh, item 11 then, um, change of ownership realtors. So there's a note, uh, to note the letter detailing change of ownership, um, the letter is attached. Anything in there, Zoe, that you need to... It's just to note, really, yeah. just so that you know that it's yeah. been taken over. Okay, uh, fine. Uh, item 12, um, over 70s voucher scheme 22, to agree a way forward for late applications. Um, this was me that requested this. Um, 
two members of the public emailed me um, that applied late and quite rightly by the office they were told unfortunately the um, deadline for the scheme that the committee set had now passed and unfortunately they'd missed the deadline. There were some other people that had contacted the office directly and that had also been given quite rightly again by the office that the same information that the deadline had been passed. Um, the two people I went back to and explained that, they did say that um, the promotion, this is probably the first year out of COVID where we've not used the fraudulent newsletters and things to promote that. Now, the uptake this year has been bigger than ever. The money we've given is 50% um, more than, than previously. However, I'm led to believe that there are still some printed um, over 70s vouchers left in the office. Um, and I was going to propose that the six or seven members of the public that have contacted the office and asked for those vouchers um, should, as a gesture of goodwill, receive those because they've taken the time to either email or phone the office. Uh, and then the remaining vouchers should be distributed to either our churches and care homes so that there are zero printed vouchers left and there is no course for anybody else to apply for a voucher because there would be no vouchers left. Um, and I just think it's a nice thing to do for the people that are taking the time to, to just to ask whether they can have a voucher or not. Oh, uh, question, Ryan. <clears throat> We had a budget of 15,000, if I remember correctly. On average, we had a thousand um, people who took up the, the proposals last year, uh, year before, etc., etc. So you just said we over, over, we had more people than ever. Does that mean we, we went over the budget? You spent sixteen thousand five hundred so far on the vouchers. You've issued a one thousand one hundred or thereabouts. So we went over by fifteen hundred. Yeah. Yeah. They have increased in value this yeah. year. So we've, we've increased the value of the voucher, whereas in the previous three or four years the budget line has been underspent. We've yeah. exceeded a little. Um, and yeah, and then there is these additional ones still remaining in the office. Um, it's very late now to be to be sending them out anyway, probably for people to spend them in time for Christmas. However, I just don't think it's worth the, the bad publicity. Um, I would like every elderly person in Frogham to get a voucher, but you know, so they've taken the time to apply for it. I would like to see them receive the voucher. Um, It'd be nice in the spirit of Christmas. I know it's not ideal and it's, a little bit extra work for the staff in the office but the, the vouchers are already printed we have the names and contact details of the people that have taken the time to contact us we have in previous years made exceptions and overrun on the scheme and we have in previous years allowed businesses <coughs> to receive payment later than planned as well um, also, you, um, Mr Chairman, you do have some unspent budget headings. You haven't spent anything in... You allocated £2,000 for bonfire night and £2,000 for New Year's Eve. 
So you could tonight, you could identify somewhere to move a little bit of money over if that's what the committee feels is appropriate. Can we do that tonight without it being an agenda item? Or can you, we... you could do it under this item because you just make a resolution to... I, I would be happy to, to move from bonfire night because that has been, and we haven't spent it just in case anything does go up for New Year. Um, so do we, do we need approval from the General Council? We, yeah, I think it's... Uh, well, as PPNR manages the finances, you can allocate from another budget as long as it's at committee level. I'd be happy but to I move. can't do that without your approval. I'd be happy, happy to move to Bonfire Night then. I'll move from Bonfire that's fine. Yeah. I've got another point to make though when yeah. we've done that. Uh -huh. um, so in terms of the late applications, um, I'm not as generous as you lot, um, <laughs> but um, only because um, first of all, our staff have already said no to them, yeah. um, and the problem I have is mostly related to next year, yeah. which is that if we have late applications this year, then they may very well go, ah, that deadline doesn't matter next year, I'll just ask them. And so you prolong the administrative burden of these. Now, it's not massive and it's small numbers, but it's often the same people again. I don't know who it is this year, so it's not, not particularly picked people. So that's just a point I want to make. Um, I'm still, if, if we'd like to proceed and give it, that's fine. If no, really strong objections to it, but I think it's worth noting and considering that before we make a decision on whether we decide to give it to them or not. Uh, because we're effectively allowing the applications. Yeah, and I, I would agree with that, Patrick, that they go out with a quite clear notes that you have applied late, but as a gesture of goodwill, mm -hmm. the committee didn't want you to, you know... And we may not do this next year. Yeah. And there's no excuse not to make yeah. And... You know, the, these people might be new to Fodgham and they yeah. might not have known about the scheme previously. Or unwell or something. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I think we should make it quite clear. It's a gesture of goodwill. It won't happen, or may not happen again in the future due to the administ extra administration and things that go into it. I wonder, are we advertising adequately for these debts? Well, I would say we are because we've had more people apply than, than previously, so that it still says to me that the advertising is getting out there. And you know, when, when people do miss a deadline, the, the first answer will always be, Well, I didn't know about it. Um, and you know, but if the information is showing to us that more people have applied than in the previous years, well, that might just be a COVID thing. Uh, I think gestures of goodwill in the festive season are very nice and I would feel a bit Scrooge-like. The Grinch will relent. <laughs> the Grinch will get in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> so we've a proposal in a second. Can we take a vote on that then, please? Um, and then I, I will ask for, for Lindy to... Or, or, yeah, it'll be Lindy to, to distribute those to the people she has the information for. Um, so can we take a vote on that one, please? Yeah. All yeah. in favour? And yeah. as part of that, can I just clarify, are you sending the remainders to...? I think it'd be nice... I, I would like to send them out to... I suppose we've got... It's not going to be a huge chunk of money left if... Because we said there was approximately 20 vouchers, didn't we? Yes, and there's been a couple that have gone, got lost. So there's probably about 15 vouchers left now. And we're talking about sending six There's five, there's five more to five. get out. It's 10, 150 quid 
How many care homes do we have? Three. Three. Fifty pound each. Okay. If that's, what if, that's what, that separately. if that's what they're happy with, then so yeah, I will propose that the remaining hundred and fifty pound is split between our three fraudulent care homes. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. Perfect. Uh, item thirteen, new code. To note that a new expenditure code has been added under events named Care in the Community. How very fitting. Uh, 140431 to show purchase of cakes for local care homes at Christmas. Mm. Can't we just give them 50 pounds? <laughs> Should we use that? <coughs> it's just a note, so yeah, no yep, good. <laughs> Already Merry Christmas. Cake and 50 quid for every care home, probably. <laughs> Payroll fees, item 14, to note that payroll fees will increase to £264 per year, a 10% increase from April 23. And that again is just to note. 15, um, Cheshire West and Chester will no longer be providing cleaning services for the offices in Castle Park House after the 3rd of January to consider a quotation for work to continue from the existing provider. It hasn't been received, Chair, okay. so we haven't got anything on that. Shall we defer to full council or defer to back to PPNR in February? Then? Why do we need to have a cleaner in place by? Will we have a dirty office for a month? Yeah. Well, we just we can just tidy it for a month. So wait until, so it's going to be nearly two months, isn't it, by, by the time we get to PPNR? Do you want to put it to full council in January? Full council on whatever date in January it is then. Yeah. Because, you know, that we've got to consider the quote and get them in. It's going to, it's not going to, it's going to happen the following day, is it? So, go to full council then. Yeah. Can I just ask, Ryan, um, in terms of that, um, I'd want to know whether the uh, people that work in the office um, believe that they deliver a good yeah. service already, or if there are issues with it. And... Um, don't understand whether we're getting a reduction in our rent from Cheshire West and Chester because it's now no, no longer a fully serviced office. You can ask. Yeah. And I think we know what the answer will be. I, I think I do, ask. but um, I don't think if we don't ask. <laughs> and do we need three quotes? Oh, yeah, but well, we need. We'll have more time to get some more quotes. Yeah. Okay, um, we're going to go into part B, so I will have to. Um, can we resolve to exclude the press and the public from the meeting due to the confidential nature of the business to be discussed? 